Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman Wednesday. Auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. The auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Last 24 hours have been a whirlwind like we will never see again considering the quality of the coaches. Bill Belichick. He is out with the Patriots. That will be made official later on today. Yesterday morning, it was Pete Carroll losing his job. Although it sounds like he still wants to coach. And then Nick Saban retired. One thing I want to get to before anything else. I've never understood the hate in Denver against the Patriots and Bill Belichick. There was never a rivalry. Let's get that right out of the way. The rivalry was not built with Bill Belichick. The rivalry was Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. That was the rivalry. Wherever Brady and Manning played, that would be the rivalry. Okay? Now, something else to consider. The Broncos had some pretty good success yeah. in some pretty big games mm-hmm. against the Patriots yeah. as well. Two AFC Championship games in which the Broncos won both. And in 2015, boy, the Broncos' defense kicked the crap out of Tom Brady. Yeah. Hit him 20 times. And then, of course, in 2015, they wound up beating the Patriots for the right to get their teeth kicked in by the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Steelers went on to win the title that year. I don't understand why people hate Bill Belichick in Denver so much because there was never really a rivalry. If you hate Bill Belichick because you just hate him, that's fine. But it should have nothing to do with a rivalry. No, it has to do with the envy of what they were able to accomplish. Well done. Period. Throw in Spygate, Deflategate, Watergate. You can have all of those things. You're absolutely; those are all little things that that you know that 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 go ahead and prompt it. The envy and the hate, even that much further, the hate anyway, not the envy. But ultimately, it's the envy of what they did from a standpoint of winning and winning championships. Right. Period. So, the debate will begin today in earnest on many sports talk radio stations around the country and certainly on ESPN and FS1 if I'm able to find that channel. Is Bill Belichick... I'm not worried about you finding that. Can you find Peacock for me? Just find Peacock I can. You could buy it. Oh, I know. By the way, if it was the Bills against the Chiefs, I'd consider buying it. But not the the Chiefs against the Steelers. No, I hear you. No, No, the Chiefs and 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 the Dolphins. Chiefs and oh, the Dolphins. Chiefs and you know what? Yeah, it's it's a little I'm better. It's a little better than Steelers. Yeah, it, I mean Chiefs Dolphins right. is somewhat intriguing, right? But not as good as Bills Chiefs. Right. I, I give you that. With that, is Belichick the greatest coach in NFL history? I know we're talking about eras. We are talking like eras. I, I and 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 you did a good job in the first hour of delineating between two. Very distinct eras financially 
1993. And, and and it's is is the date because that's when free agency began. And you can't be casual and dismissive about that no. because it's two totally different ways of running a franchise. Bill Belichick coached in the free agency era, meaning his roster would turn over a third roughly every single year. Don Shula, Tom Landry, Chuck Knoll, yeah. Vince Lombardi. They never had to deal no, with that. Never. It was, and, and that's not to say that they couldn't. Right. Because you deal with whatever the situation is that you have to deal with, right? It's just, there was, there was no such thing as free agency then. It was indentured servitude. Right. That's but basically was going on not only in football, but baseball and other things as well. We didn't have free agency in baseball until what? 1968. Right? Right. So um, when the reserve clause was struck down. But anyway, it's hard to argue for me that in the era of free agency, that the greatest example of success, continued success, winning and winning at the highest level has been achieved anywhere else other than in New England. So there's a phrase that I use all the time, but Alex, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask you to tap into your football history and please do not say Mike Shanahan as one of your answers. Okay. With all due respect to Mike Shanahan, give me the top five coaches of all time. No particular order. Vince Lombardi. Yep. Bill Belichick. Yep. Bill Walsh. Yep. Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs, good for you. Yeah, and good one. Either Chuck Knoll or or, uh, or Shula or Landry, one okay. of those three. Okay, I, okay, I'm going to take. That's a, a good list, by the way. Nice job. Great list. I'm going to take Gibbs off that list just for fun, for the point of this conversation and the point of my argument, because I've argued for Joe Gibbs for a long time. You've been very ardent in your support I have, of Joe Gibbs, and I don't know if what I have said has influenced your opinion on this, but let's take the other six guys. Give me them again: Vince Lombardi, Belichick. Okay. Walsh. Okay. Let's stop right there. Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr. Walsh, um, Joe Montana. Who's next? Uh, we had either uh, Shula. Oh, Belichick, you have Tom Brady, mm -hmm. right? Shula, Bob, uh, Bob Greasy. Keep going. Chuck Knoll. Terry Bradshaw. And Tom Landry. Roger Staubach. All Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Show me a Hall of Fame coach, I'll show you a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Joe Gibbs doesn't have that. Bill Parcells does not have that. But Gibbs won three titles. Yes, he did. And Parcells won two titles, led two different teams to conference, led two different teams to the Super Bowl, and led three different teams to a conference championship game. And by the way, all of those jobs that Parcells had, they were all got to rebuild this thing. Mm -hmm. All of them. Yeah. That'd be my argument. And for Bill Parcells, he crossed over. Yeah, into the into the free agency era, Joe Gibbs, he did not coach in the free agency he era. He did when he came back, and had very limited success. Yeah, but when he was going non free agency era, you can add or take away a lot of different factors in the entirety of the argument, and that's why I think that you'll never come to a totally universally accepted conclusion. But I would say that Bill Belichick and the triumvirate in New England is uncertain. 
Let me just repeat. Let me just revamp that. The triumvirate in New England is unsurpassed. You could triumvirate. You could make a case, although I wouldn't. You could make a case for Pittsburgh, Rooney, yes, Noel, and Bradshaw. Yes, you could. But they only, but they only won four. They only won four. They only won four. DeBartolo. Tremendous. I mean, my God, you're talking about a guy that even to this day is revered for the things that he did yeah. as an owner. He was way forward thinking in the way that he owned and ran a football franchise. And for those that aren't aware, Eddie DeBartolo Jr., his fingerprints are all over the Broncos organization. Oh. Because when Mike sure. Shanahan came over, yeah. he sat down with Pat Bolin and said, this is the way we did it in San Francisco won a lot in San Francisco. If you want to win like San Francisco, I'd highly recommend Pat that you adopt some of those principles. Like when you travel, guys get their own room. Mm-hmm. Okay, for would, instance, right? I would highly recommend that the dietary menu has more options and is better for the players than a bag lunch. You can. That's make- what Eddie DeBartolo did, and Mike Shanahan brought that to. Pat Bolin, and that is still still sustainable today. Yeah, he was just ahead of his time. Yep. Just ahead of his time, and on so many different levels. So you've had some great groupings, without question, uh, over the time in the NFL. It's hard to find, for me, one that surpasses Kraft, Belichick, Brady. The argument, unfortunately, against Belichick is... What did he do two of the last three years without Tom Brady? The argument for him is, look what he did with Matt Castle. 11-5, and five, yet they missed the playoffs. Yeah. And he wasn't too bad with Bledsoe for a while either. I mean, it's like it, the guy, now he didn't do anything in Cleveland. No. I mean, you know, didn't. With one of the best coaching staffs ever assembled. Pretty damn good one, right? When you look at what they did after they sure. were all left Cleveland. Yeah. Nick Saban was part of that. Yeah which is ironic considering, and we talked about it in the last hour, you can make the case when you look at a pair of coaches on the same staff, recent bias would say you have Belichick and Saban on the same staff. Who's better? My argument would be go back to the 1950s with the Giants and you had Landry and Lombardi. Lombardi was the offensive coordinator. Landry was the defensive Mm -hmm. coordinator. But when you add titles up, and yes, of course, I'm including college. Mm-hmm. Two guys have 13 titles, and the other guys have eight. Yeah. I believe. I believe, no, Lombardi had five total titles, and Landry had two. Yeah. But you got to take in the college aspect of it, because Saban didn't do much in the NFL. I think we can leave it at this pretty safely. I don't think that there will be, for many, many years to come, any discussion of the greatest coach of all time in the NFL without Bill Belichick being argued. There's no question. That much I can say safely. Right. And that's even without the conviction of believing it because I think that because I think it is a hardy and a viable argument to talk about a lot of different guys. I would listen to Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs is fascinating to me because of what he's gone on and done in NASCAR as well. Great team owner. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, find me a coach that has 
won three Super Bowls. Oh, and then has totally switched sports and had and ridiculous gotten, success and gotten to the heights, the highest heights of that sport. Right. I mean, there are all kinds of ways that you can discuss it over a beer or two or five. And um, but I'm pretty confident that Bill Belichick has done enough that he will always be in the discussion. There's only one coach I can think of that could rival Joe Gibbs in terms of being ridiculously successful in the NFL Mm -hmm. and then being ridiculously successful in something else. And that is John Madden. Yeah. John Madden, one of the greatest broadcasters ever. Yeah. Revolutionized the game. And he won a Super Bowl title. Yes, he did. Coming up after the break. So Bill Belichick is available. Pete Carroll is available. Mike Vrabel is available. Jim Harbaugh is available. Revisionist history. If you took those four guys, turn back the clock to last year, where would Sean Payton have been on that list? That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch, watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Wednesday, auction for construction. Contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. And the auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. In the meantime, if you're looking for something fun to do this weekend, highly recommend Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Uh, They have the NFL Sunday ticket, but of course, with the playoffs, you're going to be able to watch all the games anyway at Greenfield's. Uh, When it comes to pool, they have more than just a pool table. They have a pool hall, a free pool every weekday until 5 p.m. They'll have Peacock. They probably will. I'll talk Mm -hmm. to Chad about that. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. I don't see why they wouldn't have Peacock. You you feel my pain, Alex. Yes, yes. It feels like a boxing paper right? thing you gotta you gotta pay for. It's to it's watch. like, wait a minute, what? I yeah. gotta do what? Yeah, but pay per view is usually in the neighborhood of about seventy five to hundred dollars. Yeah, you're right. I mean what, what are you what are you paying for? Like six, I don't even know what you pay it like six dollars and ninety five cents for it. Is that what it is? Six ninety five? I mean for you know what? I'm gonna look this up for you because I'm that guy. Thank you. No, no, I, what I really I'm, appreciate it. Usually That's me a lifeline. Usually streaming services have like a one week trial. Yeah. So maybe ah. you could be totally dishonest. Say, I'm thinking of getting it, knowing full well you're not getting it, well, by the way. They know that, too. It's okay. They just want the money. No, you don't pay for it. They want the subscribers. Correct. But you're not going to do it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Also, Greenfield's live music every Friday, Saturday, no cover. Best happy hour easily on the planet. Two for one on all wine, well, and drafts every day of the week, three until seven. Greenfields Pool and Sports Bar. Find them in Lakewood. Time now for the buzz. 
The Buzz is presented by Bounce Empire in Lafayette, a 50,000-square-foot indoor amusement park for adults, kids, and families reimagined. want to turn back the clock here. Remember, Bruce, this is Sports Talk Radio. You have to remind me of that every now and then. I do, because essentially, you know what Sports Talk Radio is to me? It is two guys sitting in a bar yeah. on bar stools. Where's the beer? Okay, Mr. Alcoholic, is, isn't it too early for you to be drinking beer? Oh, if we're doing a show on afternoon drive, I can understand the question. Clearly, we know where your mind is. Point is, <laughs> in a bar, this is the type of conversation that would come up. And to me, that's what sports talk radio yes, is. Yes, I agree. Two guys sitting at a bar yep. or a guy and a gal or two gals just talking about sports and mm-hmm. playing every hypothetical out there. Let's turn back the clock. Here are your list of potential candidates for the Broncos head coaching job. Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick. You can throw in uh, Jim Schwartz if you want to. Sure. I got the name right. Schwartz, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. With that, where would you put Sean Payton on that list? Knowing you would still have to give up draft capital to get him. Well... Or do you want to take the draft capital off? Let's just say it's even. Just for the sport. Just just, just for the sake of. Because in a bar, you would say, clearly, you're not going to want to give up the draft capital, so he goes further down the I think list. Harbaugh would still be my top pick. Okay, then who would, who would be after that? Would you go Vrabel, Carroll, Belichick, Schwartz, or Peyton? Not Carroll. Yeah. Not not Pete Carroll. And and part of it is because. Of his age. age. Well, not his age. He's the same age as Bill Belichick. That doesn't bother me. The age thing doesn't bother me, but the Russell Wilson thing bothers me, right? I mean. Really? You got to deal with the Russell Wilson thing with, with Pete Carroll. Oh, well, okay. Just for fun. Let's do oh, We're taking we're, Russell we're, Wilson out of it too? Yeah, just as a coach. Okay. Just as a coach. Um, I'd take Vrabel over Carroll. Would you take Vrabel over Peyton? Probably. But Belichick, what was his record last year? Not good. What was his record the year before? Ten and seven. They was made, he ten and seven? They made the playoffs with Mac Jones, yeah. You didn't realize you were walking into that one, did you? That was like a baseball bat to your forehead. I thought they were closer to five hundred. With an Easton stick. Um, that, that was a double entendre. I tried to uh, merge baseball with the players. Yeah. Team. I but but I think of uh when I think of Easton Stick, I think of a bat. I don't think of a quarterback. Well, that's the name of a so, quarterback. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about uh, Belichick. I mean, I pro- whatever. I mean, okay. I'm not sure about Belichick. But Belichick or Peyton? With no, probably Belichick. Wow. Well, don't you? I mean, if we don't have, I mean, I would. Would you give him full power? That's my. That would be my quandary. Well, you've given Sean you've Pay- given Sean Payton full power. Yep. And I've got a year of Sean Payton under my belt, so continuity means something to me. Okay. Now, now, now so, let's so, now let's take. So I'm changing the rules of engagement. A okay. Bit. So you have gone in order, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Right. Yeah. After that, you've gone Mike Vrabel, Belichick, and then Payton. If we're taking, if we are taking draft picks out of it. Because clearly, you'd rather have those guys not give up a first and a second. Yes. So I'm skewing the argument a little bit as we're sharing a lager together. 
with two straws at 8:25 in the morning. Correct. Um so that's your order. And then Carol would be last. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now. And I'm not totally positive of of Peyton Belichick, Belichick, Peyton. Oh. But but I do, but I like Brabel a lot. Okay. Would your list change at all now that we have seen a year of Sean Payton? I'm a little more bullish on Sean Payton than I think some are. Okay. I think that Payton's the right guy and and I well, I think he can be the right guy. Let me let me let me just couch that a little differently. And and I think that continuity you've you've got to plant your flag at some point and say we're going to see this through in a continuous fashion for three or four years there's got to be continuity it has been the single thing most lacking in the broncos and the thing most attributable to their lack of success in my opinion over the last eight years you've got to hang in there well i think quarterback has been the biggest problem well quarterback has has been a big problem the problem that's is, been part of the lack of continuity right correct because how do you expect to truly succeed in the nfl mm-hmm. if you have marginal quarterback after yes. marginal quarterback you are you, right and if you do that's going to be reflective on your record and that's going to force the domino to fall on continuity yes it's all tied together you are correct Coming up after the break, Nick Saban. He is retiring from Alabama. We know all of his numbers, what he has done. But here, to me, are some of the biggest numbers that no one will talk about. And those numbers are most relatable to Deion Sanders. Because Deion Sanders is on the same trajectory with these numbers that Nick Saban was when he first started. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Wednesday. Auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. The auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions. They have a lot of great ones. Rollerauction.com backslash MHS. The leader in the clubhouse for the best headline of the year goes to NBC News in New York. New Yorkers love their tabloid newspapers like the New York Post. Right. They always have eye-catching headlines. And this is the headline on Twitter. From NBC in New York, breaking news, Bill Belichick, who lost two Super Bowls to the Giants, expected to part ways with the Patriots later today. (laughs) Uh, Only in New York. Time now for What's Trending. 
What's Trending? Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sdhmazda.com. Nick Saban's resume at Alabama is a very good read. Six national championships, seven total, 206 wins, 29 losses. To put that in perspective, he had 44 players drafted in the first round versus 26 losses. 188% of his games but Alabama. But maybe his biggest contribution to Alabama was the money he generated for that school. Their enrollment increased from 25,000 to 40,000 students during his tenure. A lot of that money out-of-state tuition. Basically, three to one. Out-of-state, you want to go to Alabama from the state of Colorado? It's going to cost you about 32000 Why would one want to do that? 11000 if you're in-state. Well, you can say that about anybody who wants to go Well, I mean, from state. Colorado to Alabama, with all due respect how, to Alabama. How about Idaho? How about California. It's, I'm just picking any I state. I know you are, but and it's I'm the just, one that we happen to live in. I'm just sitting there thinking about that move. Point is, with the increased revenue mm-hmm. because of Alabama's success on the football yep. field, and there's a great saying, and I believe it's true, your football program is the gateway to enrollment, the window to your university. Alabama paid them $130 million over 16 seasons. It was money well spent. You can argue he was worth more than $1 billion for the money he brought into that university. Let's look at what Deion Sanders is currently doing right now. I don't know what Sanders getting paid this year. Do you know? Five, six million. Yeah, I think in the 5.3 or $4 million range. You, you can make the case if you paid him 20 to 25 million off of last season, he was grossly underpaid. Yes. Last season. That's correct. And we'll see what happens this season. We are now in the prove it phase so this is why people were saying back at the beginning of the season you should give him a lifetime contract it's not gonna i don't believe result in six national titles and a record of 206 wins and 29 losses i'm not suggesting that at all but for the money that colorado is going to generate with Deion sanders if this becomes a perennial top 25 mm-hmm. program if right okay? and with the with the type of players that he is going to get through the transfer portal I have no doubt that they are going to have the talent to be a top 25 team. They should be. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, they just picked up Jim Leonard, a very bright defensive mind, to be their defensive coordinator. I'm not necessarily sold on Pat Shermer. That's a whole different conversation. But you could make the case you should give Deion Sanders a long-term contract right. for a ton of money if you are Phil Stefano, if you are Rick George, knowing the money he is going to generate because, as you said, what is the football program? A window? Window to your university. Correct. No question about it. It's a great point. And um, and and it's why, <laughs> it's why football coaches are paid so much. Right. Um, there's no question about it. We are into an interesting time now where the players are starting to reap similar benefits. It's a, it's a long time in coming. It's a crazy, all mixed up kind of thing right now. And maybe at some point we'll get some consistency about how it's played out. But there's a lot of money in college sports right now. Outside of Bear Bryant, you can argue that Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Strong argument. Oh, absolutely. Belichick, you can make 
a stronger argument that he isn't, then you can make a stronger argument for Saban that he is. Is that fair to say? That you can make a stronger argument. That Saban is the greatest coach. Is not the greatest NFL coach of all time. Then you can make that Nick Saban is not okay. the greatest college coach of all time. Yeah, it took me a minute to get to that. Maybe I hole. maybe I butchered. The no, no, I no. I just I just you know I'm not I'm a little slower. When you rank the top three college coaches mm-hmm. of all time, and I'm only limiting it to football and basketball. I'm an Indiana grad. I'm going to argue that Doc Councilman is one of the greatest coaches ever in college sports. He coached the swimming team. I'm going to argue Jerry Yeagley, who won, I believe, five or six national titles, one of them when I was there in soccer. But we're going to limit it to football and basketball. Who are the top three college coaches ever? Is Gino in there? He's on the top of my list. Yeah. He won 11. Yeah. 11. 11. Nowhere. That's even more than Wooden, isn't it? In in nowhere near as deep of talent pool as others, but that doesn't diminish it for me. Got, I, I'm just pointing it out. You want to just go men's basketball? Gino's at the top of my list. Gino's but, in that. Gino's in that. I, I don't see how he couldn't be in that dis- in Men's basketball. Mike Krzyzewski. He's at the top of the list. Yes. I'll give you a couple reasons why he's at the top of the list. To me, NIL and Transfer Portal is more significant to what we are seeing in college football than what one and done was for college basketball. However, one and done is really significant. Mm -hmm. And for Mike Krzyzewski, to win titles in three different decades, just like Nick Saban did. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban has only had to deal with NIL and Transfer Portal for the last three years. Mike Krzyzewski has been dealing with one and done for a very long time. Not to mention all the Final Fours that he went to. Yeah. Not to even mention his very real role in reconstituting the United States in international basketball, which I know We're not it is that. way down the list, yeah. but it's significant uh, as well. Um, you would be hard-pressed to get me to move off of Mike Krzyzewski me as the greatest ba- college basketball coach of all time, and that's with all due respect to John Wooden. Okay, and the reason why I don't bring up John Wooden, I think you would not bring up John Wooden for this reason was, his recruiting was, let's say, less than savory. Now, you can make the case, that's the case for college football today, and it was the same way for college football 20 years ago. Yeah. All teams cheated, it's just who got caught. Okay, You can make the same case for college basketball as well. But John Wooden did have a guy who was pretty influential in New York, Yeah, right, getting yeah. Lou Elsinder. Yeah. And and some other players as well. Yeah. He was John Wooden was way ahead of the game and he was a great coach. Don't get oh me wrong. Oh my god. He's he's right there. You can make the with ca- any with any discussion I'll, of great coaches. I'll say coach. this. I'll say this. John Wooden might be the greatest teacher as a head coach. Could very well be. In in college sports mm-hmm. history. To go on the run that he went on yeah is nothing short of remarkable. 
but he did have a big advantage with one guy in his hip pocket in which Wooden basically said, I have no idea what you're talking about, what this guy is doing for mm-hmm. me. Okay. But, you know, beyond Lou Alcindor, he had Sven Nader and he had Bill Walton, Bill Walton and he had and Bill uh, Walton needed that money to smoke pot Bill, and, and to attend political rallies. And Bill Walton was one hellacious college basketball player not early on in his career he was considered to be a major disappointment early on major disappointment might have still had the greatest final in ncaa basketball history. as his career went on mm-hmm. he dominated and you can also say that about him when he started with portland yeah he was phenomenal i mean he brought a championship to portland but he really got off to a slow start in portland yes yes his yeah, that was more medical than anything else. And maybe I'm wrong about Walton starting off slow. He didn't start at U- slowly at UCLA. At UCLA. He, yeah, he did was, in the pros. I'm yeah. I'm I'm mixing yeah, up. It's the two. Portland. Yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. So I think for me it would be Shashevsky, Saban, and Wooden. I would have no problem with that list. Yeah, at all. Bear Bryant wouldn't be far behind. And yeah. He wouldn't be far behind. Got to give the guy his due. Won six national championships. Plus, he wore a much better hat than Krzyzewski, Saban, and Wooden did. And he was a key guy to integrating the SEC. His influence. But so would John Wooden was the same way. Very much In so. terms of integrating. Yes, absolutely. But you think about John Wooden, I mean, excuse me, Bear Bryant, in the deep American South, yeah. in the SEC, yeah. and the game with with uh, Sam Bam Cunningham and John McKay and bringing USC in with the idea of, hey, folks, we might get our ass kicked, and here's why we're going to get our ass kicked. Right. Because the use of African-American players. And it was as... Singly important as anything that he did at the University of Alabama. And we're talking about a guy that won six national championships and won 84% of his games. Number six is kind of interesting when it comes to titles, isn't it? Brady won six mm-hmm. with uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Saban won six with Alabama. It is. Krzyzewski only had five. Yeah. Only. Slacker. Only right. had five. But six is Jordan. an interesting number. One Jordan. six. One six. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about the The joy of six. The the the, the most generally accepted greatest guys in their particular sport. What do you have coming up on just in case you missed it? The Avs and Alexander Georgiev shut out the Vegas Golden Knights. And who are some of the top candidates to replace Nick Saban at Alabama? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman One and more Hurdle. thing. One more thing. If you combined Ariyama, okay, and Mike Shashevsky, 16. Good night, everybody. Oh
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. Reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Wednesday, auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments. Uh, you got motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Auction is open at rollerauction.com. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. All righty, guys. Just in case you missed it, the Avs shut out the Vegas Golden Knights 3-0 as Alexander Georgiev made 25 saves for his second shutout of the season. And Valer- Valeri Nichushkin scored two power play goals in the win. And then also with Nathan McKinnon's assist last night, he has points in all 23 home games, tying Joe Sackick's record for the longest home scoring streak. Uh, your thoughts on the Avs beating Vegas? Yeah, well, and when you stop to consider that only Gretzky, or and Esposito had done it before him, that's some pretty select air that you are uh, sharing in right there. The Avs, and, and look, Vegas came in not playing great hockey. They, I think, have lost seven of their last nine now or had uh, going into last night. That was a solid effort. Nikushkin is unbelievable right now. I mean, Nate McKinnon is is the engine that's pulling this train, but the choo-choo is on the tracks as well. The guy has been incredible and good for Georgie last night to have that kind of game. Um I think that the general consensus is they need to be a little stronger and more consistent in the nets. That was a nice effort by a guy that I think that there might be some doubts about. We have talked about the Avs in terms of they win a lot, they lose a lot, they win a lot. Last 10 games, they've lost once. I think they're 8-1-1. Yeah, one and one. Something like that. So they're on the right streak, but the, now the question is, hey, um, are the third and fourth lines good enough? Because that's where we're at with the Avs. Yeah. You know, this isn't about the regular season. They're, they're more than fine in the standings. It's really pointing towards the playoffs, a trade deadline coming up. Do they have enough? Yeah. Do they have enough on those third and fourth lines? And by the way, during that stretch that Eric just talked about, they've beaten Dallas on the road. They've beaten Boston at home. They've beaten Vegas. Do you know that they play 11 of their next 13 on the road? I do know that. And they play them against teams that collectively are 103 games over 500. Think about that. They're not playing crap teams. There's not a losing team in the group over the well, next 13 games. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that. Feel free. If they were 104 games over 500, I'd be impressed. <laughs> Thanks. I was just, I not just, 103. I did that's the math. The, that's the line of demarcation. Well, no, I mean the most surprising thing is that I could even do the math. I'm well. But, look at you, Mister Hockey, yeah. talking hockey. Well, I mean now you're Mister Hockey. I, you know, I 
I love I love me some hockey. I really do. You have I, really gotten into it. I enjoy the game, the NHL game. I'm not a minor league hockey guy. Minor league. Yeah, right. I don't care. But the NHL. How about junior hockey? Well, I, mi- I might like that. Yeah. I might like that a you little be- more. Since we have been doing the show together, oh, I'm, yeah. you, you, I'm have, with you. you have certainly educated yourself on it. And I know that you watch a lot of games. And, I pay and attention. Yes, you do. I pay attention. And Lekkonen joining the team on this upcoming road trip, too. Huge. Good news. Huge. We, we hope it's huge, right? I'm going to I'm gonna test your Avs knowledge Oh, here. God. Here we go. What is Lekkonen's nickname? I don't know. Lucky. They always end in a Y. Oh, okay. They always end in a Y. Well, good. I... I... I thought it was nine great. out of ten times it ends with a Y. Now choo choo, it doesn't. There's no choo choo-y. I didn't think it's it was just choo choo. I didn't think it was going to be a Chororama, right, or anything like that. So and it's not Macari either. No, McKinney. Yeah, it can't be Mackie. Those are two hard Mackie. ones. Yeah, what right. do you call them? Now, Georgie, that works. Georgie works perfectly. Mikoe, that doesn't work. So maybe the Avs are, are you know cutting up against the grain when it comes to hockey names. Yeah, because McCarr and McKinnon are pretty hard to do. Yeah. Because of the muck. Nady McKinney? No. No. Uh-uh. Nate. Yeah. Kaylee Kale. doesn't yeah, work. Doesn't work. The name of the street, Kaylee. We'll, we'll have to think about that yeah. a little bit. All right. That was Argonaut Wine on Liquor, just in case you missed it. They always have great specials right now. All Box and Bubbles wines are on sale tomorrow. They have a sale for Italian wines. They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. Every delivery over 200 bucks is free. Of course, you can order on their app as well. And, of course, you can find them off of Colfax, too. With that, guys, outstanding job today. A lot of breaking news over the last 24 hours. For those listening and watching, hope you felt we covered it all. We have NFL playoff games to talk about tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Nigel, Alex, great job today. Same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better tomorrow, and I can't believe we're out on time. Thank you.